Good morning. Here's the workers' beat. It's our studio Long audience applause. applauding as we walk into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the workers' beat, of course, is about everything from the point of view of working families. We like to start with things that you can do. There's an online event today, if this is April 22nd. Today is the 23rd. Uh-oh. All right. We'll start on the 23rd. Then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> mobilization. There's a mobiliz- at 2 o'clock today, there's a mobilization to stop Lockheed Martin. This takes place at 1701 West Marshall Drive, Grand Prairie, Texas, 75051 on southbound State Highway 161. It's from the Dallas Peace and Justice Center. And they don't like Lockheed Martin because they make war materials. April 23rd, the National Nurses United Union National Day of Action to support Medicare for All. April 24th, eligible voters may apply to vote by mail. They can do that all year. April 24th from 3 to 4.30 p.m., the health care crisis in Texas and MAPS. That's a webinar, and get in touch with me, and I'll, put you, I'll give you the link. There's a webinar on uh, what, it's, what it's about is uh, expanding Medicaid, which Texas Republicans don't want to do. April the 25th, early voting begins for the May constitutional referendum and municipal elections. Early voting begins on May the 3rd. April 26th is the deadline to receive applications for vote by mail for the May 7th constitutional referendum and municipal elections. April 26th at 6 o'clock is a rally for free speech at 3452 Spur 399 in McKinney. That's in Collin County, as you you could well imagine. Yes. Where free speech is a big issue. Yeah. April 27th is the execution of Melissa Lucio. That's scheduled in Texas, and the Innocence Project says not only is she innocent, but that women get railroaded in Texas. Especially women of color. April the 28th, the Workers' Memorial Day to commemorate all the workers killed or injured on the job. Also on April 28th, shoot for the cure at Greystone Castle Sporting Club in Mingus, Texas. That's sponsored by OPEIU 277 and UFCW 1000. And what they're, uh, I think the shooting for the cure has to do with uh, stopping disease. May the 1st, 2 to 6 p.m., International Workers' Day picnic at Lake Cliff Park, 1100 Crawford in Dallas. To rent a table, contact Jason Tomlinson at jtomlinson.dallasaflco at gmail.com or get in touch with me. And also, uh, Tarrant County is going to have one. I saw that. I think there starts starts at noon and goes to three. Okay. But I don't know the, the name of the place. Do you? I, yeah, I will, I've got it. Yes, sir. I'll, um, okay. I'll look it up. Well, we have a caller anyway. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Bunny. I'm Mod Corey at SBA again. I just wanted to reiterate we still have funding available for your gig workers and independent contractors, about $10 billion. So we want them to take advantage of it if they haven't already. Okay, what's the phone number? Our, Sure, 817-684-5500. 517-684-5500. And they're handing out money. And this is, uh, this is is these are loans, but they're not forgivable, right, Ahmad? Exactly, exactly. So you, can, you borrow this money, you have to pay it years. back. But it's still a good loan, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, low interest rate up to 30 years uh, term. Mm-hmm. Very low, and about 3.75% interest rate fee. I see. So that's pretty cheap money. Uh, it's not as, yes, not as uh, with inflation going like it is, though, uh, <laughs> if you, it, it doesn't work out because <laughs> inflation is like 9% in the Dallas area. Yeah. If, right. if, you, if you borrow some money and you have to pay it back at these, at these rates of inflation, uh, you're paying back more than you borrowed, right? Yep. Is that the way it works? Yeah. So yeah, uh, and these, these, gig these workers can get this, gig, like Uber, uh, Lyft drivers and Uber drivers and, uh, exactly. and small businesses. Okay, it's all through the Small Business Administration. Ahmad's the representative. The number is 
1-800-647-5500. And you can call us also at 972-647-1893 if you have an announcement for the community or if you just want to talk. So uh, that Central Labor Council in Tarrant County, they do not have details on their May 1st event mm-hmm. uh, as of four days ago. So um, there, there will be a picnic-style get-together in Arlington. It'll be in Arlington, yes. and I think it starts at noon. Uh, they, goes to de- three. Details are to be announced. Yeah, it's too bad we didn't all get get together on one. Well, but that's that's all. That's a big problem we always have. We don't think of things like that until it's too late. Texas got millions to boost pay for health care attendants, but it left out the largest group, which is also the, the lowest income group. You can you can imagine how Texas managed to do that. Oh, <laughs> we don't we don't have very many good things to say about Texas government. I, I just I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I've tried. I swear to God, I try to find bright spots, and then I hear, you know, national news uh, reports about things that Chip Roy and Louie Gohmert say, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, why do y'all have to be from Texas? Why do they all have to be from Texas? I'm pulling for <laughs> Louie Gohmert. I'm, I'm hoping that he runs for 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 uh, president in 2024, and I have already picked his running mate, Sarah Palin, from uh, Alaska, because she's running for Congress now, and it just occurred to me that she could become a, the vice presidential candidate, Louie Gohmert for president, and that would uh, that would give us more fun to laugh and ridicule them than than anything else. Yeah, but but we still got you know uh, <clears throat> what's his name? You know the it, orange it, guy. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's his name? But we don't want that. Yeah. Oh my God! I understand from the news that he is trying to get people elected who are the people who control the voting process. That's right. Because he wants to rig the vote in the next election. 972-647-1893 is the number if you would like to call us. The station just loves it when you do. The family of Jordan Edwards will be allowed to sue former policeman Roy Oliver. Mm -hmm. Oliver shot Edwards when he fired into a car full of teenagers in 2017 in Balk Springs. We've been following this on this program for a long time. Yes, we have. But, But Roy Oliver is in prison and not eligible for parole until 2026, according to the Dallas Morning News. So I'm not sure what the family's going to get out of suing him, but now they've got permission to sue him. So I guess if he's got anything, they they can uh, certainly try to get justice. There seems like there's just justice is very elusive in the United States, especially for people of color. Yeah, it does seem kind of, it's just, you know, why do we have to keep pushing if somebody else gets something it doesn't mean you're losing mm-hmm. anything what is the deal i just don't understand mm-hmm. if we build a, a homes for homeless people you're not losing anything that's true so why are we complaining? Oh, I don't know. My God. Oh, I get so frustrated. I have a whole, whole I have pages of things to complain about. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sure excited. Five oh. major banks. How about this one? Five major banks have repeatedly broken the law and paid fines, which they, which they consider, quote, just the cost of doing business, end quote. <laughs> We've experienced a culture change. I got this from the morning news. 30 years ago, you could fill a prison cell block with the number of convicted financiers who got caught in the savings and loan crisis. (laughs) Now the number of convicts from the financial scandals of 2007 to 2009 wouldn't fill a phone booth. There were none. Dave Lieber in the Dallas Morning News said that. So the banks... Are, are breaking the law, they pay the fines, and they just say, well... And they move on. That's the cost of yep, doing business. there you go. Oh, got busted again, damn it. Here's your money. They Sorry, make, we didn't mean that. Sorry. They, but then they just keep doing it. Well, they're making more money than they're paying out in fines. That's that's the only conclusion that you can reach. This is so... 972-647-1893 if you have anything interesting you want to put in.
Well, uh, at the Dallas AFL-CIO meeting. Yes. Oh, go ahead, Bonnie. No, go ahead. I wanted to mention that Vinton Jones gave a very good talk. Yes. He's running for uh, District 100, which is downtown Dallas. Yes. Very hot race there. Very hot race. And and right behind him, while waiting in the door in the doorway, was Mike Collier. I was so happy to see Mike. That was so nice. He's the he's the uh, Democratic candidate. For lieutenant governor, yes, both of them are endorsed by labor. Absolutely, and uh, it was nice because Dallas AFL-CIO to have a meeting and have somebody as important as those two guys come in because labor does work on un- on politics. Yes, in fact, they're going to go out. I think on May seventh will be their next day to knock on doors. I believe so. Yes, they're going to meet at the Alliance AFT office, which is three o four Center Street in Oak Cliff. C e n t r e so they they work on politics and the politicians know it. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, I was just letting Bonnie know what she was talking about uh, about if you if you if you think you're going to lose something because someone else gets something. Yes, sir. It's it, it's it's about greed. Yes, that's greed right. And misinformation. Yes, sir. You know. That's right. And and. And and people, uh, it's a lot of people out here. Are are, are they're stuck on stupid? Amen. And and the thing about that is, is there are people in power that are stuck on stupid? Oh yes, sir. You know. So, I mean, I just wanted to express that with you guys, and I love your show. Thank All you right. very much. So much. Thank you so you much. Can, you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. You don't have to love the show. You can call and say you hate the show if you want to. <laughs> you must. Libraries <laughs> are under attack by Republicans. There was a big, long article in the in the Washington Post. It's a national magazine. And it was mostly about Yano, Texas, where the, uh, where the local people are just taking the books out of the libraries. I don't know if they're going to find anything left to read. Uh, because they're they're doing so much removal of books, and this what is going the, on around the country. Y'all in Florida, in Florida, yeah, they pulled the governor just pulled some math textbooks, math textbooks, math textbooks, <laughs> and one of them, the reason why he pulled it, there was a short biography and a photo of an African-American woman who was one of the women that was the hidden figures behind NASA's Mm -hmm. success. And there was a short bio, (laughs) and he pulled that. Oh, no, we can't have that. That's critical race theory. That's critical race theory. We can't have that. Had a picture of a black woman. Yeah, with a short bio talking about what she did with NASA and how math applies to everything. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hey, no problem. Hey. First, I want to say, uh, Peter's doing a great job. Thank we you. all appreciate the work he does. Up well, there. thank you. Get all this stuff you. Other thing, I just got back to my truck, so you might have said something already, but did you see the article about the Hard Eight barbecue? Uh huh. Did you see that about uh, they were there? Is that in today's paper? Had a miss. It was in the Yahoo News this morning. Oh, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. They. Uh, uh, I don't have the story in front of me. I hope I get it right, but you might look it up. They uh, had a, quote, unquote, misunderstanding of the tax and labor laws. And it was like five stores some franchisee owned, and I think it was in a different state. But they uh, were splitting the tips up among the management and not paying the ma- among, you know, the, the workers' tips were being split up among yeah. management. And then the management wasn't getting paid all the time that they were getting that's a shame when they do that, isn't it? I swear. But I don't know if I got all the facts right. If you if you have yeah. to, what's the name of it again? Hard eight, hard eight barbecue. They hardy, got them around here. Hardy the barbecues. Oh, I know. Hard eight hard barbecue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And eight is in not seven. Hard gotcha. Eight. That is gotcha. really just too bad when they take people's tips. My wife, who's very sensitive about labor things, she always tips in cash, and she gives it directly to the person she wants to tip. And, uh, and if they want to put it on their taxes, they can. If they don't want to, they can't. And uh, management's not supposed to know nothing about it. Because yeah. so many places... Well, apparently they were screwing over the managers, too. Oh, oh yeah. They, they, they promised uh, to make it right. I yeah. Think. 
The Department of Labor says, thank you so much. The Department of Labor says the barbecue chain paid $867,572 in owed tips and overtime to 910 workers at five restaurants. Oh, good. That was great. Go National Labor Relations Board. But some worker had to go in and and take a chance on on, uh, complaining. And knowing that if the company found out, they were going to fire them. Well, it was a misunderstanding yeah, of labor now, law. Yeah. Now the company that's, said that's it was what a misunderstanding. They say. It was, oh, it was a misunderstanding related to the labor law. We did not know. Somebody has to be brave <laughs> and stand up so that other people can get a raise or get what's, what justice there is out there to get. And we appreciate those people. They're the heroes of labor. Yes, they are. It takes a lot of guts. It's yeah. usually young people. Older people too scared to lose their job. It's usually young people that will go to the Department of Labor and say, we're not being treated right, and uh, we want some justice here. And sometimes they get it, and it's great when they do. There was a shooting at a large party in an Airbnb in Pittsburgh. And the reason I brought that up is because Airbnbs are taking over in Oak Cliff. Are they in Pleasant Grove, too? No. People just have a house, you know. And they, oh, just, yeah. so they, they say, okay, I'm going to start renting rooms in my house. And it, the people can park anywhere they want to. And they can people can have parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. they have some really bad things happen, like this incident <sighs> in Pittsburgh where two were killed and nine were injured. Lord Somebody Lord. rented an Airbnb just to have a big wild party. Of course. And they do that. If you want a, a hotel living next door to you and taking your parking place and throwing trash in your yard and have a bunch of drunks out there all night. I live in Pleasant Grove. <laughs> having people, having people. We had, we had one, uh, I was talking to my neighbor across the street. He had one, he woke up in the morning, nine o'clock and went out and there's somebody laying on his- On, on his porch? On his porch. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, she thought the Airbnb, that was the Airbnb, you know. Oops. <laughs> and, uh, and that's actually the second time that's happened, that somebody came to his house looking for the Airbnb and just bothered them. Oh, my God. And uh, trash, they don't care the first thing about trash. Cause, you know, to them, it's just a, a hotel. It's a hotel. And like a rental care, car. They don't care yeah. where they park or whether they no. leave oil all over the place in the, in the street. And uh, families are upset about it. And the uh, city council in Dallas keeps saying they're going to do something about it. There's supposed to be some regulations on any kind of hotel or motel. But yes. these Airbnb guys get away with it yeah, without, without any regulation. And the city of Dallas is looking into, you know, some type of, I don't want to say regu- uh, ordinance to mm-hmm. try to protect the neighbors of these properties Mm -hmm. so i don't know where that went it kind of uh it kind of died i think (laughs) that's a take a break we'll be right back we're back on the workers beat bonnie Matthias and gene lance you can call us at 972-647-1893 i'd like to get some comments on earth day because it was yesterday wasn't it yesterday was the actual Earth Day, yes. That was the date. That was they, the date, they the 22nd. It last weekend. Well, actually, it's being celebrated this weekend because EarthX is at the K. Bailey Hutchison uh, Convention Center. God, I hate saying that. Can't Downtown. we just change the name? <laughs> we don't have to tear it down. Let's according, just change the name. According to USA Today, the air quality in the United States remains, quote, very unhealthy, <laughs> quote, and, quote, Hazardous, end quote, for millions of Americans, according to a new report. Now, my question for you, radio audience, is why is that? We have known about global warming, and we have known about uh, air getting worse since I was a child. Of course, we used to think it was just in Los Angeles. Right, right. Los Angeles had smog, and, and everybody joked about it. Right. But now everybody has smog, and it ain't funny. And when I was growing up, we, I was in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Well, it was everybody talked about how poor the air quality was in Denver. Is that right? And well, I know the, why it was in Denver. Yeah, I mean it sits in a bowl. 
So it can't, the air can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sits in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always knew when you drove into Denver, you know, you could see the haze. Well, drive into Dallas in the mornings yeah. and look at downtown Dallas. It's horrible. It's brown, y'all. Well, why, why is it, though, that we haven't done anything? Why do you think? I, because it's, okay, here we go. Greed over people. Greed over people. G-O-P. And now, and now, Greed over people. Even though the Biden administration <laughs> made a lot of promises about cleaning up the environment, yeah. now they are unleashing the oil companies in every possible way and tell them, go, go, go. And the nuclear power plants, too. Yeah. The ones that really shouldn't be running anymore. Uh, and they're, they're not even old. profitable. No. They're going to give them a bunch of money to stay in business because they don't want them to shut down, even though they don't. They can't even make a living with. with uh, they can't even make a profit bad, from bad some of these old nuclear power plants. Bad and while we're talking about nuclear power, Ugh. let's always keep in mind that they do not have any plan for getting rid of the nuclear waste. No. When a nuclear power plant shuts down, they just keep the stuff there because yeah. they can't transport it, they got no place to put it, they've got no plan, and they just and people still say, well, let's build some more of them. <laughs> Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, um, I hope you can hear me okay. Yes, you. go good. ahead. You're good. Good. Let me roll my window. Um, yeah, I was listening to this conversation. I just got in on your conversation. And uh, we're talking about downtown Dallas looks bad. You know, I'd like to see it at night when you when you can see the lights and it looks so beautiful. Yeah. It's just, it's just lovely. But yesterday I was in, I don't know what part of South, South, South Dallas that was, but I saw some of the most miserable sights. It was turning my stomach. Because it was homeless people that looked like they've been out there for 25 years mm-hmm. already, okay? Yeah. They, they, I mean, the stuff was just so filthy and nasty, and they're just spinning around in circles. And see, I don't know if it's me, but I, or, I mean, others, but I'm, I, I saw, I've seen the pictures of the Ukrainians and how they're dead and stacked up and they're shooting them, you know, at, at, at maternity houses and things like that. But, but what I'm trying to figure out is, why is it that we can always help people in other countries so damn quick? And, and, and the people here, where all this money is in the metro, there's a lot of money here. Yep. There's a yep. lot of money. You know, people that don't people that don't go outside their area, they don't know all, all the everything. You pull up on these schools; they got their own daggone uh, racetrack over there <laughs> for the kids, the kids to learn how to ride a horse. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. And then and then you come in Dallas, and Dallas is known all over the daggone world because of the cowboys and everything else. And 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 then and see this this patheticness. It's pathetic. That's horrible. Right. So I ain't gonna say too much more because I'm too damn angry so I better hang on. Okay. All right, Lady. Thank you. We need to talk about what to do about it. Yeah. Because it hasn't always been like that. No, it has not. Back in the 1950s, there were not the homeless people all over the place. No. There were in the 1930s. There were a lot of homeless people and uh, they were kind of uh, made into a romantic thing that the hobo (laughs) The hobos, oh yeah. The songs. Is there? Will there be any freight cars in Hobo Heaven and and songs like that? Yeah. But but now what's happened? This happened under the Reagan administration. Of course it did because he closed all the mental hospitals and sent them off into the wild. So that people didn't have a right. No to help. help. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to see that Joker is uh, a movie that came out last year, I believe, uh, and it. It's got a serious social message, mm-hmm. uh, and it is really about when Reagan closed the mental hospitals and what happened to some of those people. Yeah, it's uh, oh, he was a horrible human being. Well, what do we do? Reparations, I think, would be part of it because uh, a lot of those people that uh, are living on poverty or in the edge of poverty are African Americans. Yes, sir. And they have been poor. And been kept poor ever since they were brought here to this country, yep. and uh, and it continues to this day. Yep. I guess that's why 
they are so down on critical race theory because they don't want people to realize <laughs> that all the bad things that happened a long time ago are still happening. Uh, and that's what, that's what gets you. I just don't understand how you can just erase... If you do, if you don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. Is that it? Is that the the theory? Well, they're trying to stop books like the 1619 Project, which is a great book. And by the way, it's in the Dallas Library. Uh, you can rent it from the Dallas Library. Although there's a long waiting list. I'll bet. I had to wait like three months before I could get the Kindle version. But wow. uh, read that. Uh, don't be afraid to read it because it's no. just it's just the honest truth. It's not like. Uh, it's not like uh, somebody's making up something just to scare you. Uh, it's just the honest truth. And another book I read right before that one is called The Indigenous History of the United States. Indigenous oh, People's History of the United States talks about how the natives have been treated here, uh, how they were robbed and, and impoverished and kept mm -hmm. in poverty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this, then the next book I read, this is driving me crazy, the next book I read was about the Osage, because for a brief time around 1915 or so, when they had an oil boom in Oklahoma, uh, so the Osage uh, Reservation was a big oil field, really? and the Osage got some money for a while. Then there's a whole book about how they were murdered, systematically murdered. White people would come in and they'd look at the laws and say, this one here is rich and, and uh, they've got this cousin over here who's rich. And if you kill the cousin, then this one will be richer. And they had white people that were in charge of these natives, you know, and, uh, oh and, they, and uh, they would kill them or, or swindle them. And it was like, a, it was like an industry. You know, the, most of the book is just about this one murderer who murdered several Osage. Jesus. But then you, if you go on with the book, they find out it was, there were all kinds of white people doing this. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Conspiring. You're on Good the air. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, I'm just thinking about the stupid going on. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to know. Is it easier now to organize, to try to get a come to organize or not? Easier to organize? No, it's harder. No, it's harder. It's harder. <laughs> I know we tried to do it hard, hard. We got the upline we didn't hit. Mm-hmm. It is, so it's that, still that's hard. We, that's we must go, I guess. You get something, win something, lose something. Yep, yep. Well, we keep fighting. Uh, I, I got to give a plug to my to my local CWA Communications Workers of America, local sixty two fifteen. Their job steward school is now three days, uh, three yeah. full days, and I mean they had lunch catered in that's every day. That's teaching people how to defend yeah. the members, how to defend the contract, mm -hmm. and and how to how to talk yeah. to management. Uh, and then, yeah. and history. I'm so happy they're actually giving these guys some history of where we were and how we got to where we are now. Mm -hmm. If you follow, if you follow uh, labor law, you find out that every time American labor found a tactic that would work, then they almost immediately made a law against it. Of course. So they have yeah, boxed us in every chance they got. They can always do that something going to work. They yeah. can always vote and jump down in Florida and them places. Oh, my and, and even 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 under the circumstances that we live under today, when it's just very, very hard to organize, some unions are doing it. They're pulling it off. United Food and Commercial Workers is organizing people in the cannabis industry. Yes. People that are growing marijuana. Yeah. And selling marijuana or joining United Food and Commercial Workers. Now, that's a great idea. It is a great idea yeah. because these people have very little protection under mm -hmm. the law. That's true. So, uh, the little bit of protection that they do have needs to be, uh, you know, really shine a light on it so these people don't end up getting in trouble for doing legal yeah. stuff. And your own union, Bonnie, I think the communication workers deserve a lot of credit because over the last week they have organized flight attendants, tower climbers, that's people that work aloft, mm -hmm. and even retail workers in Apple stores. And they're, yeah. and they're fighting for better broadband access for everybody. So yep. uh, the Communication Workers of America is a vibrant and hardworking uh, union that's actually making some progress. They make me very proud. 
They make me yeah. very proud. We were in a union. We had two union different companies. One for sawmill, plywood plant, and pistol plant. We had the uh, International Woodworker and the Teamsters. International Woodworkers. They don't. They don't still exist, do they? I don't know. That's what I just wonder. Cause I don't uh-huh. sawmill thing. That used to be used to every little town had four or five mm-hmm. sawmill. Now you barely find them. That's true. People in the lumber industry had some dramatic uh, fights uh, where yeah. people were killed, where the lumber industry kept kept them from organizing by just plain shooting them. Dang! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We had uh, back when the, in Texas we paying minimum wage for three dollars and thirty cents. Mm-hmm. And out in Oregon, they were paying about $50 an hour way back here. Oh, my gosh. The, some people had a union, some didn't. Listen, we got a, we got some people waiting. So Thank you so out. much for calling, brother. Have a great weekend. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gina Bunny. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about a little thing I'm trying to do uh, in the southern sector for African-American business development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trying to create jobs and trying to create businesses. Mm-hmm. Bring the uh, southern you know, sector African, forward a little bit. Right. You know, African Americans only have 2% of, only own 2% of the businesses in the country. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, yeah. So, That's terrible. So, uh, several years ago, when, when the Walmart on Wheatland closed, I went to the Office of Economic Development of the city to talk about uh, to try to get them to uh, help me or establish a African American entrepreneurship uh, business center or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and I didn't get a lot of support back then. But now it's been closed for three years. You know, I was told you know different things by different people. It was already sold. It was this that, and the other. Somebody else was going to get it. DISD wanted to get it. But since that building is still vacant, I went back to them again. Uh, by them, I mean the city council a couple of weeks ago to ask them if they could use that building as one of their uh, small business incubators that they have planning for in their economic development policy. So I'm going to meet with them tomorrow. Uh, this is Leon mm-hmm. to try to uh get them to move forward with something because what happens is they have a lot of plans and they do a lot of studies but nothing is ever implemented as far as turning the shovel or laying the first brick mm-hmm. you know that's cuz we have to have a committee that has to study it leon what uh, what can, uh, <laughs> drives me insane what can KNON listeners do to help you leon well uh when i uh finish this meeting i will give you guys an update okay. on how the meeting went because, <clears throat> excuse me, just like what you said, Bonnie, they do a lot of studies mm-hmm. yeah. and they've already done two studies. Mm-hmm. So now it's now time to I'm move. Saying it's time to move. Yes, and sir. This building, you could put 40 black businesses in there. You could put, oh. I've talked to guys who have uh, car repair businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to guys who have furniture, one lady had a furniture store uh, one person, uh, there were several people who wanted to sell fresh produce mm. because at Walmart, when it closed, yep. they had a grocery component that left a void. Sure did. Sure. In that area. That's people a need big it. void. So, There's nothing over there now. People, right. especially so, kids, need that fresh produce. Right. Mm. So I, I tried to get a, a, a spectrum, a wide spectrum of businesses to kind of kind of provide the services that maybe that Walmart could have was was providing but in addition to that more services and in addition to that it would be business creation and job creation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, I have a meeting Monday with economic development so I just want to let the let you guys and the listeners know that some of us are trying to do some things that you know maybe not high profile stuff but it's it's important, nevertheless, because it'll have an impact on a certain amount of people. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Do you think that the so, uh, do you think that the uh, May twenty fourth elections, the runoff elections, 
will have a bearing on what happens? Uh, as far as who's running or what? what, what there's not, a, there's not any city council persons running, but no. they're running for state reps and uh, all state offices. And, well, uh, I mean, the unions you know, have uh, have endorsed candidates. Mm. Okay, because we well, do have we we we've got some local races. Uh, House District Thirty, uh, House District One Fourteen. These are these are North Texas districts that mm-hmm. you know that are in runoffs, and we have got to get out. The elections department said, "Oh, maybe eight or nine percent." Y'all, we need to prove them wrong. We need to prove them wrong we need to get out and vote right. turn out right. turn out turn out because when you lose right. an election you pay and you pay until the next one that's, <laughs> true. that's right yeah. and i'm tired of paying <laughs> well bonnie you see me over the election headquarters you know i work i work yep. i work election yep so uh the, once we get these people elected my issue is we got you elected Hold them now, accountable. what can you show that you've done with the billions of dollars of tax, state revenue to bring back to your district? Yeah. That's right. Show me something. That's what we you have know, to do. So, Hold them accountable. You know, right. So you, you, we, we sending you all this money in Austin. What can you show? Well, we built this and we started this or we, you know, did something that I can walk into and I can access or I can use to help me be a better person. Right. So right. you know what's going on with some of these people who've been in the, in the state state house thirty years. What can you show you've done for thirty years? I see. So okay. I mean, that's we got to move. We got to move along because we got to take a break. Thank you, Leon. Okay, go ahead. We'll take a break then. Thank you. Monday. 972-647-1893 is the number if you'd like to call us. And the station just loves it when you call. Bonnie and I like yes. it when you call because we're interested in what you have to say. This good Monday morning. is not a blue Monday. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah, good morning, Gene and Bonnie. Good morning. Um, you know, like Dallas and really the whole country has like what they say is inflation uh, at about a 9% rate right now. Usually mm-hmm. they, they say it's like two to three percent that's what they say right um and um but you know so the prices are going up but uh the wages are not going up not that <laughs> so much no mm-hmm. yeah people are getting caught caught in the middle yeah. and you know mm-hmm. like if depending on who you talk to if you talk to uh like the conservatives they say that uh, inflation which is causing the prices to go up is caused by biden uh stimulus mm-hmm. uh, payments to the yeah. people yeah and um of course, there are a lot of other things you could look at, like the corporations could just go ahead and uh, keep the prices at the same price, like uh, like they did when uh, Nixon made him do it in uh, 72. Uh, uh, that's right. So what I want to uh, ask is, uh, what is inflation? Uh, and Gene, I know you're not an economist, so I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you this. What is inflation and what can we do about it? I'm going to hang up and get your answer. Okay, uh, there are two theories being kicked around about inflation. One of them is that there's just just too much money, and this is the monetary theory of Doctor F- what's his name Friedrich, the guy from the University of uh, Chicago, um, Friedman or something like that. something Franken or something. Anyway, he says uh, that uh, since there was so much money pumped into the economy during the COVID fight, that uh, since there's just too much money, then uh, then it just naturally causes wages, uh, causes prices to go up. The other theory, and the one that I like, is being uh, propounded by an economist named Robert Reich. Robert Reich was once the Secretary of Labor under Clinton, and he's all over Facebook all the time. And he says the reason that prices are so bad and going up so much is because the corporations are just getting away with it. Ding, 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 he ding. Says, That's look, the right answer. If you look at the, at the profits being made by the major corporations, and these major corporations control the economy now. Yeah. It's not like it was when... 
uh, one company had to bid against another one. You know, there were 50 companies bidding, and uh, tended to, they tended to bring down prices because they were bidding against each other. Oh, now Lord. you pretty much just have one or two corporations. It's either a monopoly or an oligopoly that is running the whole industry, and they are just raising rates. And the oil industry, I think, is the, the main culprit in this oh, because old. they are making record profits. And if they were not making record profits, we wouldn't be paying record prices. Yeah. And that's what uh, that's what Robert Reich says. I, I, so there's I, two theories. I tend, I have to agree with Robert Reich. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the theory, the theory that there's just too much money has a big hole in it, a big giant <laughs> hole. Yeah. And the theory, the, it's because of this. Because the amount of money, the money supply, they call it the M1 money supply, uh-huh. is not the main thing that drives up prices. What, what drives up prices uh, from that theory is when the money is moving. It's the velocity of the money as it goes through the economy. So in other words, if everybody had all this money and they were spending it, then it would drive up prices. But they're not. That money has been going to the big corporations, and the only thing they're spending it on is share buybacks. They're buying back their own shares in the corporations so that they can just divide up the money among the shareholders, and the shareholders are very happy about that. But it doesn't do anything to the people. It doesn't do anything to the economy. It doesn't help anybody anywhere. Well, except them. The theory of capitalism is that a corporation is going to make a profit. Then they they take that profit, and they build more plants or they increase production in some way buy some new equipment or something but they're not doing that they're just taking the money and dividing it up with their shareholders through these stock buybacks and uh, so the money is not the velocity of money is not sufficient to have caused uh, inflation so what is causing inflation is is monopoly and oligopoly running the industries of the United States what about it Judy? Bonnie? You know, (laughs) I paid 60 bucks to fill up my car yesterday. Yeah. I do not drive. And and gasoline (laughs) is something that people have to have. Working people have to have it. Yeah. I mean, you got to get back and forth to work. Yeah, rich people Uh, don't. No. They don't have to go to work. They can buy gas or they do not buy gas. Yeah. Let it go. And if they do work, most of them are working from home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there you have it. Uh, you got to have gas to take your kid to childcare or to school and to get back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. But there it, are some it, things you can do without, but gas is not one of them. Well, gas, food, you know, gas and food, those mm-hmm. are a couple of necessities that people have become used to having. Mm-hmm. Um, the food thing, you know. It's, that went up a lot last week. <laughs> Whoa! And you know why, Bonnie? No! Because Governor Abbott stop the trucks from going through from Mexico. A lot of food comes from Mexico. $400 billion? Yeah. Is that what I read? That it was $400 billion worth of... of That was how much it hurt the Texas economy, I think. That's Because I went to Mm -hmm. uh, the store last week when I left here, and I was a bit shocked at some of the prices. Mm -hmm. Well, it's true. Uh, food has gone up, gasoline has gone up, and that hits poor people a lot more than everybody else. This is called regressive costs. Regressives are the ones that hit poor people more than rich people. And that's the way property taxes are. Yep. It's the way sales taxes are. Uh, theoretically, income taxes are supposed to be progressive, and so are inheritance taxes supposed to be progressive, and to a certain extent, Medicare taxes are progressive, so that rich people pay a little bit more than poor people. But all they do <laughs> is try to get out of it. That's right. And they don't want to pay that. Every, every time a man like Trump gets to be president, the first thing they say is, we're going to cut taxes. Of course, they say we're going to cut everybody's taxes. No, the taxes they're really cutting are the rich people. Yeah, it's not their. It's not Mm -hmm. not their taxes. So some of the richest people, including the two richest people, have gone whole years just in the last few years, gone a whole year without paying any taxes. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and Uh uh, Elon. Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. They've actually gone a whole year without paying taxes, and they don't pay very much taxes anyway because they've got a battery of lawyers and a bunch of politicians working for them mm. to help them not pay their taxes. And it's so sad they don't pay their workers' squad either. You know, that's just... Uh, how do you justify that? 
How do you just, uh, do you have to be a jerk to be rich? Well, I think you do have to be a psychopath. Oh, well, <laughs> well that explains a lot. Uh, there are a certain number of psychopaths in the world. You know, it's like, I don't know, let's say it's 3% of the people are psychopaths. Okay. But if you just looked at uh, just the, the Fortune 500 uh, billionaires, how many psychopaths do you think it would be? It would be a lo much larger percentage. And the same thing is true of the U.S. Congress <laughs> and politics That's... in general. You'll find more more psychopaths in in uh, in politics and more psychopaths among the leaders of industry and uh, the, the the bosses in other words than you will find in the population at large i've seen that that's pretty but, scary mm -hmm. you know that means that we got psychopaths running the show here yeah I'm not sure. our show yeah. our show is good our show is not we're not psychopaths there's no law that says no. a psychopath can't run for president well see i good morning. think that's Thanks a for problem calling hello hello, hello. You're on the air you're on the air Oh yeah, you know, uh, that's kind of incendiary rhetoric you're using. Yeah, you think you might be meaning sociopath instead of psychopath. No. Okay, what, what's the difference? Maybe you should explain it. Maybe I was wrong. What, what's the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath? Psychopaths are murderers. Not necessarily. Uh -huh. I'm not saying that some of those people aren't borderline, but a sociopath is a person that doesn't have any. Uh, Scruples or morals yeah. about societal responsibility or things. Yeah, I well, I think they both. I think they both have no scruples or morals, but one of them is associated more with criminal activity, and the other one is associated more with uh, economic activity. Would they, Would you go for that? Well, I don't. Maybe, maybe to mm -hmm. a degree. The uh, I just hate to hear anybody listen to your show. I'm Good. actually a libertarian and, and pretty conservative. I remember the ACLU and HC Conservancy Sierra Club, but I don't like to hear people demonize the other side. Uh, I see. It, it just uh, upsets me. Okay. Uh, I think it's very important that I not demonize you or you not demonize people that mm. don't agree with what you believe in. But would you, what you believe if in. I corrected my language and just said there are a lot of sociopaths running big industries and in politics, would, oh, would that be okay? I'd agree. Psychopaths, psychopaths oh, it's just a matter of It's just a matter of cho well, word choice. Psychopaths are more cold-hearted and calculating. Are they? Yes. Psychopaths and sociopaths is two different. You can look them up. I'm looking at it right now. Sure am. Looking at it right now. Yes, I am. Okay, Bonnie, what would you find? Psychopaths are more cold-hearted and calculating. They carefully plot their moves and use aggression in a planned out way to get what they want. Okay, but sociopaths don't do that. I guess not. Well, you haven't found the definition of sociopath. Oh, it's right here. Well, there's a, it's a very, it's a very sociopath very is an unofficial term to describe a person who has antisocial personality disorder, whereas psychopathy describes a set of personality traits. I don't get it. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, gonna to stand corrected. I'm going to say they're sociopaths instead of psychopaths. Well, that, that'll suit you, right? We agree on that. Thank you. Thank you. I just, yeah, thank you. I just, I listened to uh, what, Saturday morning, and mm -hmm. I, I listened, and definitely you're more alternative viewpoints than mm -hmm. what I think, my polarization, but I think it's important. I just encouraged my daughter this morning to read things and listen to things that are not what you agree with. Yeah, let me let me check something because I want to ask you something. Uh, Pierre, do we have anybody waiting? Yes. Oh, we got somebody waiting. I was going to ask you some more stuff, but we got to move on. Thanks so much. I'll stand corrected. I should have said sociopaths. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah, this is Joe. We met a few times down in Austin. Okay. Real quickly, I just want to say that, yeah, our state house, whatever you want to call it, sociopath or psychopath, it's full of them down there in Austin. Uh -huh. That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> There's a bunch of them in Austin. People that just don't care yeah. how anybody else feels or how who they hurt. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you now. Thank you very much. I meant to get this in with the first of the program, and I want to get it in now. I want to say a shout-out to a congressman named Larson, whom I don't even know who he is or what state he's at, but he's got a bill to improve Social Security. 
make more more benefits for Social Security. Then there's another one named Scott that's a Republican who's got a bill to destroy Social Security. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, my question is, uh, on the news, uh, used automobiles, has, the price has went up mm-hmm. 40, uh, 46%. Is that uh, right? Wow. Right. So I want my question for you, I know you don't know, you're not an expert, but I'm going to ask your opinion. What does that do when you go buy a used vehicle that's been marked up 40% and you got to go get it uh, registered in your name or changed over the title in your name? Does that price goes up 40% or do the state of Texas stay with the same book value that they've been using? You mean when when it comes to your taxes? Well, when you pay sales tax, when I go buy, oh, a vehicle, I see. Mm-hmm. They got they got a book that they look at. Yeah. No matter how much I said I paid for it, they got a book that regulates the amount of taxes. Oh, I did not so know I that. They go adjust that regulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they gonna regulate that book. I wonder I too. I pay five hundred. Yeah, I can say I pay five hundred. They gonna say now the book value is uh, twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's a good that. question. Let's see if anybody knows. We only got three minutes left, but if anybody knows, right, thank you for taking my call. Thank you, yeah. sir. If anybody knows whether or not Texas is upgrading the uh, the price of the sales tax on these used cars or not, we would like to know that. But we are pretty much out of time. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Everything's going up. I was just saying that Larson wants one in Congress wants to have better Social Security, and Scott in Congress wants to destroy it. Yes, Rick Scott wants to destroy it. Those are big deals. To yes. People, especially to older people. You know, they, folks, that's our money. That mm-hmm. is not an entitlement mm-hmm. that these politicians like to call it. They've been trying to take it for a long time. We pay into that. Our employer pays into that. Mm-hmm. That's how we get Social Security and Medicare. Yeah. We cannot l- allow them to continue to call it an entitlement. It is, yeah, we're entitled to getting our money back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my thought. But it's not charity. No, it is not. It's, you know, they it's talk an insurance about, program. Everybody pays into to Social Security, and if you need it, hopefully if you live long enough or you get injured, right. uh, you'll be able to draw it back. Exactly. So exactly. Great thing. The Great Resignation, I should have got this in earlier, the Great Resignation has seen in last year 48 million Americans quit their jobs. And the AFL-CIO did a survey to try to see why, because they thought it was wages. <laughs> they thought people quit their job over the wages, and it no. wasn't. They said it was how they were treated. It's the way they were treated that caused 48 Ooh. million Americans, or, you know, the majority of them. Right. That caused 48 million workers to resign their jobs last year. Wow. They wanted better treatment. You get that with the union. Yes, you do. Oh, I want to I want to remind all the city and county employees out there uh, our May Day picnic, it's International Workers' Day, is going to be at Lake Cliff Park. Some people call that Colorado Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where it's going to be on May Day. That's a Sunday from 2 to 6. Come on out and talk to the folks uh, who are organizing city and county employees. That's the North Texas Association of Public Employees. You'll be surprised how much better you get treated. Oh, my God. It'll be wonderful. Believe it. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.